With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Let's rip open a fresh helping of the Rob Dibble Show. Back on the Rob Dibble Show. Ben Darnell on your afternoon drive. Kirk Kaplan on the ones and twos. Joining us now on the Syracuse of Moving and Storage Hotline. Mr. Al Gattulo, 970, the answer, and also the craft beer cast that he does on 970 out of New York on Sunday nights at 11 p.m. Mr. Gattulo, how are you? I'm doing great, gentlemen. How are you? Great. We're doing good. We're doing better than those New York football teams. So it's bad enough how badly the Giants and Jets play, but then you watch Monday night football with no other games on. How bad is it that the Buffalo Bills played as poorly as they did? Well, look, this is a Bills team that keeps saying they're going to, you know, take it to the next level. And Monday night was the perfect opportunity for them, and they couldn't do it. And they had the elements working against them, and the Patriots had a game plan that they followed to to a T. We're not going to throw the ball. We're going to continue to run it down their throat and dare them to stop us. And they couldn't do it. And that's, you know, listen, that's why Bill Belichick is as good as he is. Does he cheat? Sure he does. But he's also <laughs> one of the most winningest coaches ever, right? I mean, when you, when you really look at it and all the Super Bowl championships that he's had, deflated balls, Tom Brady, and all the other nonsense, the guy just wins. He, simple. he pushes the limits and the rule book as far as they can possibly be pushed. Yeah, I mean, yeah, he's going to – it doesn't even think it's brilliant to have a – uh, a, a team of people who is going to chronicalize the Patriots a video crew, and they got to go to every uh, ballpark before the game happens right. and just zoom in on the coach because that could hit the you know the documentary. It might be important stuff. And yes, that, right. it might be screened by Belichick before they play the game, but that's just pushing the limits, brother. But, Ben, you hit the nail right on the head. He pushes it right to the limit. He dares them that he, when he does something and everyone goes, oh, he can't do that. The next year there's a rule change to prevent him from doing that. So he <laughs> All says, right. Okay, you know, I got a Jets fan and a Colts one. fan what? here what? on this what? conversation, <laughs> and you're both complaining. But the Buffalo no, Bills no, couldn't no, stop the run on Monday. What was the de- Why did the defense not stop the run better than that? It's not like they had, like, O.J. Simpson running for them. No, it, it, that's true. And, you know, I, what I don't understand, that's the in-game adjustment, right? At that point, we yes. know they're going to be constantly running it. You have got to stack the box, put eight in the box, and stop the run. Instead, they kept playing the zone. Like, it's almost as if if we try to stop the run now, now all of a sudden Mac Jones is going to throw all over us. Didn't they see the wind? Didn't they see what was going on, that you couldn't throw the ball during certain quarters? I mean, that, that's just – that's just idiocy. It almost sounds like uh, the Jets and the Giants. Like, oh, we can't make in-game adjustments. <laughs> so true. I mean, that's what we look at all the time, especially looking at the 
Philadelphia Eagles uh, taking care of the Jets after yeah. the Jets go up on them. And it looks like, okay, the Jets had a good game plan coming in. And then halftime, uh, they made no adjustments whatsoever for Gardner Minshew and anything they didn't expect before that first kickoff. And, you know, I'd hate, <clears throat> I hate the, the mode we always get in with the Jets or the Giants where we have to lose for draft picks for next year and we're going to fire a coach. It feels like a broken record, Al. It feels like we do this every single year with the Jets, and now it's feeling like we're going to do it with the Giants. Well, look, Robert Sell is not going anywhere, right? I mean, they, they just hired the guy. I think he's a competent coach. I think he can do the things that he says he's going to do. And it's a, it, it, listen, it's a learning process. It's, it's a growing curve. Uh, the Jets have been in this learning process for a very long time, and I know fans get frustrated about that. But you have to let that process play out here. You've got to give this guy a couple of years. On the flip side of it with the Giants, I think Dave Gettleman's you know, job is in serious jeopardy here. If, he's, if he doesn't walk away... I think he's going to get. He's the one who's going to get fired. Look, I think that Saquon Barkley, for all intents and purposes, has been a bust with this team. Uh, you know, I know that you know that a couple of years ago when the Giants drafted him number two, and everyone was touting about how great he is. Well, Dave Gettleman never went out and got the guys to go around him, the hog mollies, as he kept calling them, right. the offensive linemen that they needed to clear holes so that this guy could create, and they don't do anything to get Saquon involved in the game plan. I mean, look, I know he had he tore his ACL, but my goodness, he's back now. Put him in or sit him. I mean, you know, we know that he's fine. Let's play this guy. Let's talk some NBA. Uh, okay. No Kyrie. Nets still win games against Dallas. But, A, is this team good enough to win an NBA championship or even Eastern Conference? And what is, is Kyrie ever going to come back and play this season? Well, now Kyrie's talking about, well, if they make a plant-based vaccine, he's going to take the shot. Listen, if I'm Brooklyn, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. If I'm Brooklyn, I'm trading this guy, right? I mean, honestly, honestly, enough already about the vaccines. I mean, we talk about it every morning, you know, on the Joe Piscopo show. I'm done with it. I'm fully vaccinated. I'm boosted, this, that, whatever. The protocol is this. He needs to be vaccinated in order to play in New York. If he's not going to do that and he's waiting for some – some guy to grow some weed out of nowhere that's going to suddenly cure him, you know, uh, prevent him from getting COVID-19 or, or, or help him out or whatever this and that. I'm sorry, but Brooklyn has to move on from this guy. They are a good enough team to win without him. And I think if they dangle Kyrie out there, I think you're going to find a team that will take him and maybe they get a player or two back that's going to help Brooklyn get a championship. Okay, let's talk Knicks now. Knicks with the big win right. last night uh, over the San Antonio Spurs on the road. They take on my Pacers in Indiana. Um, are they on the right track, right trajectory? Have they figured out as far as their big eight that they're running through is in the rotation? Didn't see Kemba again last night. Uh, getting more quickly, getting more Derrick Rose even off the bench. Uh, what are your feelings? What are your vibes on the Knicks before Christmas here? I think the Knicks are, are this team that seems to be in a transition. We don't really know what they are, right? They're, they're One night they come out full of energy and they take care of business, and then the next night they come out and they're kind of like, oh, well, all right, got to play again. I don't know if the Knicks have really figured out their, their identity yet, and I think that's what's angering Tom Thibodeau. Um, I think you've got to come out tonight against Indiana, and you've got to take care of business. You've got to show why you're there. Now, look, the Spurs – are no, you know, listen, they've got a Hall of Fame coach. Uh, they're not as good as they used to be, but still, they're a team that's very good, and they, they did what they were supposed to do last night and, and beat them on the road. Um, you've got to do the same thing against Indiana. They, the Knicks need to put together 
five or six games where they're winning consistently, where they're not always playing from behind to show me that they have an identity right now. Right now, it's kind of up in the air with them. All right, I don't know where to start on your New York Mets, but let's start with the owner first before we get to some of the signings and who's going to be the next manager and some of that stuff. Will Steve Cohen's tweets doom this team? No, I don't think so, and I'll tell you why. I think the, the fan base knows that this guy is a fan that happens to be a billionaire that has more money than anybody in baseball that can get anybody he wants, right? So I think, the fa- I think part of the fan base is happy that he does this. Now, is there a part of the fan base that, that wishes he wouldn't do those things? Of course. But it, it reminds me, and I, I, I'm, I don't really want to make this comparison, but I'm going to. He reminds me of George Steinbrenner. It's just updated for the digital age. Like, he's, he's going to tweet what he feels like it, whereas George would go right in front of the press and just say whatever he wants. Billy Martin's a bum, or this guy, Reggie's a bum, and I'm paying this guy all the Dave Winfield, I paid this guy all this money, and he can't get me a championship. Cohen is just that, that guy in the digital age. And I think as a Met fan, I love that. I think players want to come here and play for this team now because of Max Scherzer says, look, this guy is giving me all the money that I want, and he wants to win a championship. You can't fault the guy for that. Uh, that's what I love about him, too. You know, he wants to win a championship, and you can't say that about every right. owner in that league. But, man, Max Scherzer, we broke this down, Al. If he plays 35 mm. games, which he won't, if he pitches every inning in those games, which he won't, he will make 7000 an inning. Is it overpaying right. for Scherzer or not? No, I don't think so, because I think if you look at it, it's a three-year deal, but really it's a two-year deal because Scherzer can opt out after the second year. So I think if the Mets don't win a World Series in the next two years, he's gone, and he makes his money. Uh, I think if you get – I mean, I'm trying to realistically look at it on paper. If he starts 14 games next season, 15 games, and he starts the same the following year, and in in one of those years they win a championship – you take that to the bank every day. Wow. Wow. And and what about the report that Scherzer wants Buck Showalter as the next manager? Wow. Does he have more pull than Lindor? Uh, yeah, I think he does, and, and I'll tell you why. I think Buck should be the manager of this team. I think they should go out and get Buck. I think Buck is a very good manager. Now, Buck, the, the knock on Buck is always the bridesmaid, never the bride, right? He gets the team, you know, positioned and ready to go to make the make the you know the playoffs of the World Series, and then he doesn't get it over the top. Well, the Mets are you know right now the pieces of the puzzle are there. I think Buck is the guy that could take them to that next level. I like Buck Showalter. He's no nonsense. He knows how to handle the New York press. Uh, clearly, of all the managerial candidates that are out there, he's the guy that can handle New York well enough where uh, you know you don't have to worry about the manager uh, you know uh, curling up in a ball. I say go and get this guy and, and make him the manager and see what happens. Give him a two-year deal. It's not like you've got to give this guy five years or six years. You give him two years and he wins a championship, hey, that's money well spent. The hottest conversation in New York City, it can't be baseball. It can't be the Nets and the Knicks. It's got to be those red-hot Rangers, man. It was like seven in a row. I think you got 11 out of the last 12, something like that. Uh, up here, the Wolfpack, the AHL team of them, they've been shut down because of a lot of COVID stuff that's going on. I know that's right. happening across the NHL. But what's in the secret right. sauce of the Rangers right now? 
I don't know. They're just on a, they're on a good roll right now, and it's it's good to see. And obviously for New York, it's good to see when the Rangers are successful. Um, you know, the city is behind them. I, obviously, the Islanders. You know, bad situation. You know, having lost 11 straight, and they pick up a win last night against Ottawa. But the Rangers seem to have everything clicking right now where they need it to be. It's early in the season. I don't want to get too far ahead, right. but it's good to see that the Rangers are playing well. It's it remains to be seen whether they can continue this consistently because I think you're going to see some drop off, and maybe at some point COVID may hit them where they you know they're going to have right. their issues. But right now, you got to like what you see from the New York Rangers. What about the Islanders? How they've been playing? Uh, I mean, look, COVID, COVID hit them pretty hard. Um, they have not played well. They picked up a couple of points in the new arena. Uh, the fans are solidly behind them. But this is a team that is expected to go deep in the playoffs. And when you lose 11 straight, uh, that doesn't look good for your team. It's an East division that is very good. They cannot afford to make too many mistakes. I think this is a team that needs to string together a couple of wins, come back home, and win a few in their building uh, to get their fan base right back in it. Talking to Al Gatula, no one's better in sports than our world when it comes to New York sports. You can find him on 970 The Answer. and also can find him on the Craft Beer Cast. Uh, I got a beer question for you on the holiday season. Winter lager. I don't really like this stuff. Is there a good one that I should try that would change my palate? Ooh, um, Sam Adams has a pretty decent winter lager. Um, that that's not bad. You know, those types of beers are meant to be easy drinking because they don't you don't want to get overpowered. And I'm I gravitate to those sometimes because you want to have something to start off the night that's not going to like we were throwing friends of mine uh, and myself were throwing axes the other night. So you don't want to go with a, awesome. a you know a big IPA or a big stout. I did hit the target. I didn't hit other people. I was wondering how you're doing. Um, yeah, excellent. <laughs> but. Um, Winter lagers are good. I would definitely try a Sam Adams, but if you're looking for something with a little bit more punch uh, and something that is not super heavy, but you can have one or two, I would go with um, a Stone Zocavesa. They have a Tres Leches brand that has a little bit of heat to it. It's a nice stout. It's not going to overpower you. It's about 8%, uh, and you will definitely enjoy it, but sip it slow. Al, you are the best, my friend. Everybody doing well in your family? Everyone's doing great. Uh, you know, can't, no complaints. I'm just happy that in a couple of weeks I'll have some time off and I can uh, drink a lot of beer without having to worry about waking up at 3 in the morning. There you go. There you go. Nothing better. Thank you, my brother. Thank Take you, care. Al. You got it, guys. Merry Christmas. All have right. a good one. Happy holidays, Al. Excellent. You got it. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.